Thank you so much for listening to Let's Talk With Me, Jennifer V. I'm your host, Jennifer, and I'm so excited you're here today. We have such a good episode with Miss Tracy from Align Wellness and Beauty. If you don't know her, she's a local chiropractor here in Katy, Texas. Um, Her partner also specializes in Botox and filler and that beauty side. Um, And I'm just so excited to jump into the conversation with her. Um, I had always just, I didn't, um, I always wanted to get an alignment or an adjustment and I just never did. And a couple weeks ago, I went to Align Wellness and Beauty and I was so, so happy I did. Um, I'll post in my stories. You could clearly see my before and after and how after I was just so much more relaxed. So yeah, so consider getting an adjustment with her. Um, She's so great and I can't wait to share her story. So here we go. Let's dive in and let's talk. Thank you so much for listening to Let's Talk With Me, Jennifer B. I am here with Tracy. Hey, everyone. From Align Wellness and Beauty. And I'm just so excited that um, that I'm here. You were the first place that I went to. Yeah, I remember that. That was a few weeks ago. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, you had your first chiropractic experience. And yeah. And you had a good time, right? It, I did. And it, honestly, I was very surprised by how long the results lasted for afterwards. Like weeks after. I was so... I was just so happy. (laughs) So tell me a little bit. I always love hearing people's stories. So kind of walk us through your background and just kind of how you got here, like your upbringing, how you chose, kind of just essentially how you got on this path. Okay. So everyone in my family is in the medical field. Um, Everyone pretty much knew what they wanted to do. Um, In my case, I knew I wanted to be in the medical field, but there were some reservations. Like I am totally afraid of like big needles, a lot of blood, Um, but I knew I still in the end wanted to help people. Um, It wasn't until a few years ago where I went with an old friend to the joint chiropractic, which do you know about that place? Yes. Yep. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So he was having like a lot of low back pain and immediately after his appointment, he said he felt like so much better. Oh, okay. So then after that, I wanted to shadow a few chiropractors just to see like what the field was about because I didn't really have that much of an understanding Uh Um, and I really enjoyed it. And then I set up a tour of the school here, Texas Chiropractic College in Pasadena, Texas. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then um, I just signed up and graduated and here I am. So tell me a little bit about when you sign up for school, how long is the school in the process? Yeah, so chiropractic school is three and a third years. Mm -hmm. And then after that, um, you basically have to find a job on your own. Okay. Yeah, so that was kind of a struggle for me. So they they train you and then they throw you out to the wolf, so to speak. And you kind of have to dive in and just make your own way. Were you living in Pasadena at the time when you were going to school? No, I was commuting. Okay. Yeah, so that was kind of hard. Um, There were some nights where I would have to be there really late studying or like in the cadaver lab. So that that made things a lot 
harder on me too. Wow. So that, so the cadaver lab, so my sister is an occupational therapist and she had to do cadaver too. Uh Um, How many weeks was that lab? And how, like, how intense was it? And were you able to, like, see nerve and muscle in, in like, the skeleton and everything? So it, like, the program itself is pretty stringent. It is. It is. Okay. It's, you're basically studying from, like, the first week all until, like, the end. But as far as a cadaver lab, it was about a year. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you stick with the same cadaver that you're dissecting from the first day that they give you the cadaver so you're with a group of other students and you're just trying to dissect trying to learn all the muscles all the nerves and all of that wow that's that's but that's so good to know that you have all of that background that it was that like stringent for you to learn all of those things what was the hardest part of school the hardest part about school was trying to balance family, friends, and like my personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, because school is all year round. It's trimesters. It's not like where it's like high school where you're only in school during the fall and during the spring. You're also in school this summer too. So it's year round. So mm-hmm. you just push through. Yeah. So there were some events, some weddings that I couldn't attend because I had to study. Okay. Yeah. So, so it was you- tough missed out on some some Mm -hmm. milestones and um once you were done with school and you graduated and you were finished what type of feeling was that for you like were you nervous or scared or were you just relieved to be done with it honestly it was a mix of emotions but i was more relieved and excited um a little scared too because i didn't know like i'm like okay what do i do now yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, but it turned out that one of my classmates, um, he said that he knew a company that was hiring. Oh, okay. Um, and so that was actually a few weeks before I graduated. So I went ahead and interviewed with them. So I had a job lined up. Um, and I feel like any recent graduate is just going to grab whatever job they feel that they can that's thrown at them. Yeah. Right? So that's what I did. (laughs) How important do you feel like networking and talking to other peers and everything? How important is that, especially when you're trying to find a job? Do you think that hadn't you not networked and made that relationship with him out of school, it would have been a lot harder? Yeah, definitely. I feel like uh, if it wasn't for him, I would have had to really like that work and get to know people and try to find a job because unfortunately, one of the um, preceptors that I had, I was there for a few months mm-hmm. working for them at their clinic, obviously like for free because I was still a student. But unfortunately, like she wasn't hiring and I knew that. So uh-huh. I knew that I had to obviously like go out there and talk to other people. So yeah. I just got kind of lucky with my classmate there. That I really feel a lot of it is about who you know a lot of the times. And, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's going to perpetuate you forward yeah and yeah um so when you graduated and you got the job afterwards how long were you there for i was at that first shop for about almost two years oh wow Um, okay yeah it was dealing mainly with car accident patients um so whenever you get into a car accident um your lawyer will send you to one of these therapy clinics and um, you are going to be there for quite a long time doing therapy and it was just a high volume case. Wow. Mm-hmm. What did you have to work where with anyone that got into an extensive car wreck where they were pretty 
like what was the worst case scenario patient wise that you saw during the past two years there um i've seen some really like grueling things like some of these patients they were walking in with like a cast or a sling or just really bad head injury Uh um and you just got to be careful with these patients um especially whenever they're in a really bad accident like with an 18 wheeler and such what kind of trauma of getting in a car accident does that cause to the body Oh, it can cause a bunch of things like headache, blurry vision, ringing in the ears, especially if that earbud goes off. Uh Um, If you are wearing a seatbelt, it can cause a lot of chest pain as well Mm -hmm. um, because that seatbelt gets locked in too. Mm -hmm. Um, That can also cause whiplash to the neck, especially when you whip your head back and forth. Mm -hmm. That causes a lot of neck pain, um, a lot of stiffness, a lot of soreness throughout the back, especially that low back. And is it is it just because of compression, or is it just like the stiffness from the um, like from the from the force? Um, it's compression, the accident itself, the mm-hmm. force, like you said, and also whenever you brace yourself, uh-huh. your whole body just tenses up. Okay. And then when you're tense, plus whenever you're getting hit, that can cause a lot of pain too. Okay. Wow. And then at what point uh, during the two years there? Did you start to have the thought like, okay, maybe I want to go ahead and open my own clinic? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say towards the end of that last year, mm-hmm. um, it just wasn't as fulfilling for me. Every patient that walked in, they were told to come because of their lawyer. Mm-hmm. Not when a single patient came just because they wanted help. They were coming because the lawyer said, hey, you need to go to this clinic X amount of times Mm -hmm. because we're in an accident. We're trying to go after the other people that hit you. Um, And so for me, every time I walked out of work, I didn't feel fulfilled, even though I was seeing like 50 plus patients a day. Yeah. Was there ever a time just with the patient where they walked in and then you worked on them a couple times and then they walked out and you're like, oh my God, like, wow, I didn't know that it was going to make such a difference. Um, Honestly, just a few. Okay. Because they really didn't, I mean, I guess they felt like they had to be there. Yeah. Okay. They, they felt like, oh, my lawyer's telling me I got to come. So I'm honestly here. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah, so they, because I do feel like you have to be receptive. And I feel also if you go into a place where you're not as receptive, your body itself isn't as relaxed. Yeah, if your mind's not there, your body's not going to be there either. Okay, yeah. No, I I completely, (laughs) I identify with that, completely understand. Um, So tell us a little bit about just starting on your own did you think that you were going to have a partner did you think you'd be by yourself like how did you end up at this location yeah so um after I wasn't feeling fulfilled at my previous job I was like well I definitely want to branch out and have my own clinic whether it be by myself or with a partner Mm -hmm. um and then at that time I was talking to my current partner about it and he was like why don't you just open up like your own space why don't you branch out to whatever you want actually help people that want to be helped yeah and I was like yeah like I love that and um he also offers like aesthetic services like dermal filler and Botox and he was like why don't we just merge that into one help patients look good and feel good at the same time yeah and so that concept stuck with me and 
that's how we landed where we are now. I love that. I, I love that concept. The two, the two in one. And I like how y'all aren't too um, like aggressive with the Botox and filler and everything because that's something I mean I just turned 35 so it's something like I'm looking into you know too and but to have to I like the concept to have it both here in the office Mm -hmm. and uh, just the time that y'all take to explain everything and to explain what's going on and I saw recently he did a patient and he didn't end up using as as much filler mm-hmm. and, and Botox as the patient was using before because he he knew the correct areas in which to mm-hmm. to to fill, I guess. Yeah. I don't know the proper terminology for no, 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 no. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um, a lot of places they just see it as a money grab. They're like, hey, you need all of this done on your face and here's the price. And some patients they'll just take it. Mm-hmm. Um, some practitioners they don't take the time to explain to the patient hey you really don't need that much mm-hmm. let's just start off slow and that's his approach with it yeah yeah and I feel like patients feel more comfortable with that than practitioners that are like hey you need like x amount because yeah. yeah well and I also feel like if we're in Houston mm-hmm. and so it's it's not Los Angeles like it's not gonna hear I just feel like the mentality here is they don't want it overdone like in LA I feel like they'd be more mm-hmm. just you know accentuated <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. so how did you decide to come to Katie like was that was that a market that you knew that you wanted to be in I didn't really have any place in particular I knew somewhere in the Houston or surrounding Houston area um, I had looked in Sugarland I had looked in the Houston area I didn't find a clinic that when I walked in I was like whoa like this is the one um, I didn't want to start off with a shell space so for those of you that don't know what a shell space is it's pretty much just an empty box and like you- not finished out Correct. So no sheetrock, no rooms. Like it's not finished. No. Oh wow! Yeah, I would not want a shell space. No. Like, you would have to find your own architect. Oh, okay, yeah. and That's... like tell them like everything that you want, where you want all the rooms and doors and walls. And I was like, I don't know anything about that. Okay. Yeah. That's overwhelming. Yeah. So I went on LoopNet.com, and then I found this clinic here, and I wanted to take a tour, and then like a. We met up with a realtor several times throughout the month and we looked at different units around here and this is the one that we were like, yeah, this is the one. So oh, the I community has been great. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's, I feel like just from the time that I came in a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. when I didn't release any episodes yeah. to this point now, the Katie community has been so welcoming Yeah, and just so nice. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people you know have you do you know the katie moms network i do do you know they're having that katie moms night out Uh it's on you should go you should i'm gonna go you should go to it yeah Yeah. no i don't think no no you totally don't have to be a mom but it looks like a lot of fun and i'm not going i'm just gonna go to go like i i know Mm -hmm. from doing the podcast some of the vendors and so yeah it's like one of the first things they're doing Uh and i just think 
you know, for That'd business. be fun. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then I used to also join Kitty Woman in Business. Oh, yeah. Um, do you know them too? Yes. Yeah, they're great. They um, meet at Humble Coffee Grounds. Yes. And also Homebrew Coffee. Okay. <laughs> and so I, I, when I had to cancel because I couldn't come to yoga when y'all had it, when Sonomas was offering it. Oh, yeah. And I went because it was the last day of Girl Scout cookie season. And so we hosted a booth at Humble Coffee and we sold 28 boxes there. Yeah, we sure did. They're so nice and they're so welcoming. Honestly, everyone here in the Katie community is great. Um, Funny story. So we had a grand opening last year in November. Uh Um, A random balloon artist called Pop Social Events had messaged me. She was like, hey, like I do balloons. I'm offering like 50% off for anyone in the Katy area. And okay. so I took that and we just met and we just talked. And while she was here, like decorating, and she's been, we've been like in contact ever since. Okay. Yeah. So, pop, what is it? Pop social events okay. on Instagram. I love, there's so much good talent mm-hmm. in the balloon artistry. Like, I hats off to them because I've made a couple balloon arches myself. <laughs> it, it, they're difficult. They're not like easy to make if you want them to look good Mm -hmm. like there yeah i'm always like in awe whenever i see like the finished product yeah what oh that is so cool Mm -hmm. so from so tell me about opening day and what was that like and what were your biggest hesitations or fears then so a week before our grand opening, we actually had a few patients. Um, I, honestly, like I was like kind of scared because I didn't know how to work my um, my system, my booking okay. system, okay. and the charting and all of that. Um, but once I got the hang of it, it was fine. Uh-huh. Um, and then fast forward to a week later, we had a grand opening. It was a lot of fun. Like a lot of my fr- our friends and family were there, um, and we had a few bookings. Um, but honestly, it was like both of our first time being first time business owner uh-huh. so we were kind of like nervous yeah um, I mean I, I I completely understand I'd be so nervous mm-hmm. I mean I'm hosting my first yoga class and I'm nervous <laughs> about that like, I think no I think you would be fine um but honestly I do have to say social media is a hit yeah like I mean you don't even have to know that much you just start watching other people's reels and other people's posts and you kind of get your own creativity there and I feel like yeah, Instagram is it. Okay. So do you have any other social media platforms right now besides Instagram? Um, so we do have TikTok, but it's basically the same videos I use for Instagram that I put on TikTok. Have you had more success with, like, have you noticed a difference between the two and is one more successful than the other? I would say Instagram is still more successful than okay. TikTok, but I feel like some would actually disagree and say it's more the other the way way around yeah Yeah. i think it's your niche on in in the exposure Mm -hmm. and yeah so that that's interesting though in um what had what was like the biggest hurdle that you've had to face so far like as a business owner just being in business how like what's been the biggest honestly i would say the exposure Mm -hmm. and getting the patients in um, I would say it took about maybe a good two months in order to get like a good amount of patients coming in. Uh-huh. Um, in the beginning, kind of slow because we had to open in November. Yeah. And so patients, they're spending money on like Christmas gifts and trips and all of that. Mm-hmm. So looking back, maybe we could have started January. But honestly, we did have a good amount of patients then. 
um, that was a that was a hurdle for us, I would say. Yeah. First open. So that did so the expectation because I guess there really wasn't one because you didn't know. Yeah, we didn't know. Never done it before. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see you and your partner opening additional clinics like in other demographics? Yeah. So that's um, one of our future goals. Mm -hmm. Um, Probably whenever we get that volume to where we're gonna have to hire like another staff to like another Cairo, another person to do injections, Mm -hmm. then I can focus on having a line part two <laughs> probably somewhere more in the central houston area okay yeah, yeah. getting closer mm-hmm. yeah to the heights i used yeah. to work in the heights and so oh, okay. i know like you thought you know that area and mm-hmm. that space is it's pretty cool yeah um what for for people that haven't had an adjustment what are some of the biggest health benefits from getting adjusted and getting adjusted regularly and why should people do it? Yeah, so it definitely helps with increasing the range of motion, helping to relieve any kind of pain that you have, any kind of tension, any kind of muscular discomfort that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not to say that all athletes or all people that work out are the only ones that get adjustments, even stay-at-home moms, even patients that are sitting at a desk all day long. Your back is always slouched forward. Mm-hmm. You're always sitting down a lot. Your low back is having a lot of that cramping, that stiffness, and that tension. Honestly, Honestly, anyone um, could benefit from an adjustment. I almost feel the um, like the people that would be most beneficial are the ones at the desk that are hunched over where their posture is not good. And then if you're at a desk coupled with a very stressful environment and you tend to hold that stress mm-hmm. there in the back of the neck, like that, that's what I compare it to because I was in the apartment industry. And so I know, I just wish I would have gotten an adjustment while working because mm-hmm. I think it it would have definitely have benefited me. Yeah, definitely. Because when you're sitting at that desk, you're just stressed about work. You f- you're forgetting to get up and mm-hmm. walk around a little bit. So yeah, definitely. Have you ever had a patient with um, something called frozen shoulder? Not here at a line, but I've seen that at my old job before. Okay. Yeah. So my mom had a few years, oh, quite a while, probably about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. She worked for Schlumberger okay. at a desk um, in accounting. Uh, accounting. So she was always there. And she, because at the time, um, she didn't like raise her arms up or get a lot of mobility Mm -hmm. in her arms. It was more so like by her side typing. She ended up getting frozen shoulder and it just got to the point where she had to go under anesthesia to get it manipulated because it was so tight. How did that work for her because I know they have that to where you can get chiropractic under manipulate like yeah. whenever you're under anesthesia yeah it it um I mean she she was in so much pain that she felt like she had no other kind of option and so but after the physical therapy and in Cairo and massages is something that she like she knows now it's something she has to do yeah in order to keep up to not ever have that again. She was like, it's the most painful Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. And then my aunt, she's a reservationist, just reservations for an airline. And so she's constantly too. 
at a desk and she almost got frozen shoulder but I don't think it was as bad as my mom but um just being sedentary and sitting I don't think people realize what it does to your body and how bad kind of it affects your body and your posture and your muscles and and how you could very easily go into like an unnatural state Mm -hmm. with your spine and your neck what's been so for a person that has like a lot of compression what are some of the symptoms like if they have a lot of compression in their neck and stress that they hold in their neck and shoulders what are some of those symptoms that they'll experience um some of them would be headaches for sure um definitely a lot of just soreness and tightness in that neck and upper back area causing them to not be able to sleep sometimes a lot of my patients they complain saying that it's the pill that's causing the problem but honestly I think it's just because if it's what's going on in that neck in that upper back area and that stress um, another thing I do recommend is for patients to actually sleep on a pillow I actually had a patient today that said they feel better without sleeping on a pillow oh, and wow. I was like no because the neck has its own natural like curve mm-hmm. and if you don't protect that curve when you're laying down then that can cause a lot of compression between that neck and that shoulder because you're not protecting it so yeah that's the I don't I just knew it's like my body was always telling me like to get one to get one but the the and and you could see on the before and after video like you could clearly see in my body Mm -hmm. that I'm so much more relaxed yeah and my range of motion in my neck was just so much more. So I, that's why I just really yeah. <laughs> feel like it's I'm important. I'm glad that you came to see us. Um, really, really glad that you gave us a chance because I know that you kind of had some reservations in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it, it was because of somebody going, kind of getting forced to go, like what you were saying before, to a clinic because they had been in a car accident. And so they were forced to go weren't open-minded and so yeah that kind of always deterred me but I'm so glad that I I changed my mind besides chiropractic what would be some of the other things that you could couple into with getting adjustments that would be beneficial for the body like I know I've seen yoga hosted here yeah so we've done yoga a few times here Um, I'm a big advocate for stretching Um, and you know that too because you've been here and um, I feel like yoga is a really good way to help de-stress mentally. Yes. And it's also a really good physical exercise or physical activity for everyone. Yeah. And it's good. Um, like, I feel it's good foundational for, like, kids. So instead of kids going into, like, soccer or baseball straight away, yoga, I feel, is just more foundational where it could support their body <laughs> and then essentially they could do better in all of those things. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Totally. Body's a little looser. Yeah. Even, um, that that's good. The class that I'm going to do today, we stretch a lot. Good. Because it's slow. <laughs> yeah, because it's after a long day and especially a Monday, just the slow and controlled stretches. So I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. excited too. <laughs> wow. So we are. Um, do you have anything else that you want to share? Um, or any other 
tips you want to give away? Yeah, so here at Align, uh, we don't just offer adjustments. We also do cupping. That's like our most popular. Yes. I, I got the cupping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's our most popular modality. Um, we also do like KT taping. We also do dry needling. Um, I love showing patients different types of like stretching and strengthening exercises. Uh, we do it all here. So not just adjustments, we go beyond the adjustments here. I love that. Yeah, because I yeah. feel like people need all the things to make the adjustment the best that it can, exactly. to have the best results that yeah. it could have. Well, that's so exciting. So I think um, if you're listening to this podcast and made it to the end, we so appreciate that. We're going to do a giveaway. So I, I, um, so let's give away a $50 gift card. We'll share some details on Instagram, but we'll create a reel and you'll have to follow both of us, like the post, comment, and then share the reel to your story and tag us. And so be looking for that on Wednesday and we'll have some more details about it then. Real quick before I go, I love, I'm huge like music fan. um, What is, who are you currently listening to right now on your playlist? (laughs) Honestly, uh, my heart and I really love Justin Bieber. Really? Oh, I love yeah. that. Are you? Do you stay up to date with like the Bieber drama? I heard about it with like the Selena and Haley thing, uh-huh. but I'm just here more for its music, not really here for the drama. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Bieber, and then second up, who's second? I really like Bruno Mars. Ooh, I love Bruno Mars. He's really smooth. Just a really good dancer. I don't yeah. know. Have you seen him? Have you ever been to like a concert? No, I haven't. My mom won tickets to from 97.9 The Box a few years ago. And we went and he puts on the best show. Yeah. Yeah. His concerts are are really amazing. Shout out Bruno Mars. Yeah, I really like the um, Super Bowl performance too that he had. Yeah. Yes, he did. He did a great job. Well, thanks again, Tracy. I'm so happy that I got to. Yeah, I'm so glad that you were able to come here and interview us yeah. um, thank you so much so follow along follow align wellness and beauty on instagram and we and just look for details for the giveaway soon and thank you so much for listening y'all have a great rest of the day thank you bye